When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Live from the 6th and Peabody studio and across the OutKick network, this is OutKick 360 with Jonathan Hutton, Chad Withrow, and Paul Kuharski. Glad you're with us. Final hour is here coming up. We will chat about what are, what's the next unintended consequence of, of NIL. The next big one. Because I think we've seen a few already play out. We'll give some thoughts and, and opinion on that. Um, headlines out there, guys. Gruden um, has a big victory in court because the court refused to throw out the NFL uh, NFL's argument that it, his lawsuit against the league should be, you know, expunged. It's going to move forward. That's a that's a big victory for Gruden, uh, who claims that. Um, they leaked everything they to get him out. Him. Yeah. Well, he's right. <laughs> I mean, what, what he can prove and what's you know, going to hold up in court are two different things. But John Gruden was sabotaged by someone uh, who does not like him. I think it's pretty clear uh, is what happened. So um, I'm, I'm interested to see where this goes. I honestly thought that it would just get thrown out before it got to this point. So this is a big step in the right direction for John Gruden to win something against the NFL. Because I thought, you know, with the NFL's ability to lawyer up as well as anyone else out there, mm-hmm. that they were going to throw enough holes in this thing that it was never going to get to trial or get to, you know, see possible money for John Gruden, which may not be the case. Yeah, and it reads, and Paul, that, they, that he claims that they, the NFL leaked emails in a, quote, malicious campaign to get him fired. I, I, I mean, I think he's probably got a good case there. It's good that he wasn't big-footed out. The only question is, was it the NFL that leaked them? Right. Or was it the commanders who leaked them? Uh, I mean, uh, well, the suit is against the league. But I guess if you, if you sue a team, are you suing the league? Well, or the other right. way, if you sue the league, are you suing its teams, Team. its member teams? I, I, would, I would think the latter is probably true. But I mean, like, could is he it, suing? Like, I guess what I'll say, if you want to sue the commanders, I think do you, you also have commanders. to sue the Titans? No, I think you could sue the commanders individually. I, but so, I think if you're suing the league, you're suing the league, and the league is. See, but I, I think it would be. I think it'd be really smart to sue both the commanders and the league, <laughs> because in doing so, you would get one or the other to roll over on yeah. the other. <laughs> so you're exposing the rat, right? You want to you want to get the rat out in the light, and how you do it is neither one of those sides are going to want to pay up the money that he's going to get paid. So you say, well, I know it was this guy with the commander, so there you go. You're just really just doing that. You know who's a flying rat? A pigeon, a falcon, or a bat to That's just true. take a shot at your bad movie. Well, let's just go to um, – uh, I thought you were talking about the Atlanta Falcons. Just sue all of them. No. <laughs> Falcons, any, any, any rat with wings. Let's put that out there. Um, Paul, you hated the Batman. I, I did not love that element of it where it took him that long to process that every single character in the movie – could have been a rat with wings, which was one of the big plot. Uh, I don't elements. even remember that part of it. No. it uh, your your <laughs> ability 
to take like I'll, I'll one little it now when I watch one it. little like small. That was the bit big the clue. Book. They got oh, we have to find the 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 the, the Riddler's last clue was it's the. Uh, it's a rat with wings, like the stool pigeon. Oh, the stool pigeon. Well, it could be the penguin. That's a bird with wings. Could be the falcon, the guy named Falcone. He's a rat with wings. Oh, it could be Batman. Bat is a rat with wings. Well, and that was uh, 45 minutes of the movie lost. It took them 45 minutes to figure that out? Oh, yeah. The movie? Oh, yeah. I, don't, I, I really don't even remember you, that. You're amazed that I spend that much time with it. I'm amazed that you gloss right through it. I, I, didn't, well, I don't remember them trying to figure out for 45 minutes if it was a rat, what the rat with wings was. Yeah. I don't remember that being a big plot. It was a big piece. I remember them being big in the, I don't, spoiler alert, <laughs> being in the apartment at some point and After talking about it. After we spoil it, it but, then we warn you. That's um, how we roll. Before I en- he dies. I enjoyed the film. I enjoyed it. Um, Omar Khan is the new general manager of the Pittsburgh Steelers. This is pretty funny that... They find, and I don't think anyone's surprised that Omar Khan is, uh, and they, but they did a pretty extensive search that went well out of their 11 own backyard. or 12 interviews. But they right? find their new GM and their new quarterback mm. in their yep. physical building because they share a building with uh, Pitt who practices, you know, out, out the they're, – they're, it's like neighbors. They have yes. a fence and they're two practice fields. They have a facility, you know, uh, Kenny Pickett was talking about – I always imagine what it would be like to walk through that other door. And Omar Khan has been working uh, in their front office for some time. So they needed a GM and a quarterback, and they got two Pittsburghers who literally were working in their building. And now they've hired uh, an assistant GM, a very well-respected guy from Philadelphia, uh, who was previously with the Steelers. And Colbert is staying on in some role, yeah, right? Yeah, some kind of So the, the structure is still there um, for – you know, this is no what, big what change. they're building. No, right? no big change. Um, He's a good cap guy, too, Con. Um, yes. You know, that, that's his primary background, but it's supposed to be a good evaluator as well. And think it, so all of the talk, and I, I didn't link up this part of it. I'm just thinking of it now. But it, it, all of the talk about what will Kevin Colbert do to set up the future of the Steelers in his final draft, the dude that's taking over is in the same room with him, right? Like, yeah, you, draft, you draft Kenny Pickett for as much as, as, as what Omar Khan wants if, if you're going in that direction. But, again, like, they know him so well. He had a so voice well. in the process. Tomlin's in there. You know, like, exactly. Yeah, you, you ultimately set up the guy who's taking that job mm-hmm. with a guy he wants that you mutually agree upon. So it's, it's the best of all worlds. Instead of drafting the quarterback that you find out later – they didn't want the new guy they hired from Arizona yeah. or wherever. Like what? What? What has just happened in, with Justin Fields in Chicago? Yes, you know, right. new regime there all of a sudden. And you have no idea how they feel about him, but how they drafted suggests uh, he's not their priority. Paul, uh, there is a new streaming service coming from the league, NFL Plus. But you know, to me, like surface. Uh, I, if you told me, say, list details of what's going, what this is going to be about. Uh, it doesn't sound like it's going to be all that flashy. No, Sports Business Journal reported that the, there's a go-ahead out of the owners' meetings that just, I think, concluded in Atlanta. Um, but it really replaces whatever Verizon or T-Mobile or whoever had yeah. it. And there's not much to it. I did a Fox News rundown that will run this week that I, I think you're better off saving your $5 a month to go get half a hot dog at the next game you attend. Um, Is Red Zone on there? Because Verizon no. had that. No, what you See, get that's, that's are one of the first see, I, I, would I would pay say. for it for Red Zone. Right. I've never had Red Zone. 
As a direct TV subscriber, I've never had the ability Here's what to you get, get Red Zone. In-market games. So you get what's available on your TV. Okay, now I can't get okay. CBS on my phone outside of my Wi-Fi signal, right? So if I'm at Nissan Stadium and I want to tune into the game that's on CBS through my cable on my phone, I can't. I have to be on my Wi-Fi signal to get it. So it would give me that. But how excited am I to pay for that again, which I'm already paying for at home? So if you don't have Amazon Prime, you can in your in your uh, your, you want, your so, team is playing and your it. team is playing. Do you, you in can market watch this. games? You get it, but I don't know if you get that in market game if you're on the road. You get the in market games on the road that, if you're out of town for that for area. that market, and then some radios, some podcasts, and some. Um, special stuff from team websites. That does not sound like a – and the pricing is not set for sure. It's estimated to be around $5 a month. does not sound like a major get to me at a time where people are not wild about more streaming services. Most people are stripping down. It feels like, it feels like it's just a place. Rushed. Over. But it is a way that right? you like could they're watch. They're going to sell this again, aren't they? If you don't have an Amazon Prime membership, like you said – you could watch your team's Thursday night game on this app. Yes. That's worth 60 bucks to an NFL fan. Well, you don't even have to do it that's for 60 bucks. bucks for you could year. pay the five this month when your team's on Amazon Prime, scrap it, it yeah. get it I, again But I think, month. you know, they, they know uh, purchasing habits, yeah. and people tend to – Recurring price. Yeah. yeah. They don't – you, you don't even w- work to yeah. unsubscribe right. because it's just coming at four ninety nine comes out every month. You don't think about it. Yeah, that's so. primarily probably it. But I think they could do so, so much better if you got some NFL Network stuff and if you got some Red Zone stuff, people would pay 15 I think they're going to see how many subscribers they get. And this is smart. See how many subscribers you can get based off of what we just talked about, those fans of teams on Thursday night that don't have Amazon Prime that want to see their in-market game. See how much money you make off that. And if it's a good number, then you start adding content to see if you can get more. So it's a, it's a soft opening, yeah. like a restaurant NFL soft opening. NFL is not a soft opening kind of company to me. Um, so I, I'm a little disappointed. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't care. I, I don't need it. But yeah, I know. Um, I, I, for other people, I think you'd want so – you yeah. think NFL app, ooh, big, splashy, uh, well, I new for, I pay, stuff. A payment service. Yes. Yeah, yeah. A um, streaming service. A streaming service. See, I, I – tend to think they didn't get what they wanted whenever Verizon was out. Yes. And they'll... This is the best they could do in the meantime. Yeah, so they, they're holding... They've got this available for someone to come in and then purchase. Not purchase, but pay for the rights to then distribute. Take over and then right? find a partner for that. I don't know. Maybe uh, To me, the value with Verizon... Instead of starting this when they, did, when they could have, they allowed Verizon to do it. So I think... If the owners are looking to make the money for that, they're just trying to keep it going right now. They're agreeing to pay to keep it going right now. I don't see why uh, paying as much as I do to Comcast, I should be able to watch my Comcast on my iPad wherever the hell I damn well please. I agree. Like, uh, wherever we are. Yeah. Whether I'm on the road, whether I'm at Nissan Stadium. All these regulations. It is incredible that they can still – wasn't it – I remember Richard Nixon had something with the antitrust part of the monopoly of not watching in-market games. Yeah. You know, and that that's, uh, was blown up by the court system where you had to do it. That, that still seems like the last bastion of you're paying for a service, but yet the NFL can tell you you can't watch it on that digital service in outside market of your home. outside of your home. 
Yeah, I mean, it seems seems like the, the the last stronghold that you could have with that. The 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 rules are set up to almost force you to illegally stream it. Yeah, <laughs> instead of just paying Unless you to double stream it. Instead, oh, no. of, instead of paying to stream it in my market. Oh, you're telling me I can't watch it? I'll just go to the dark I'll, web now. Yeah, Thank I'll just you. yes. I'll uh, I'll have a buddy of mine try to search this out for me and send me the link. I'll also find some endangered uh, ostrich meat <laughs> out here while I'm there, while I'm doing some shopping. <laughs> what was that movie with Marlon Brando? Uh, do you have any the... Orca Well that I can get for a cookout I'm having this <laughs> you're, weekend? You're a movie guy. I'll be Dennis Leary. What was that movie with Marlon Condor Brando? Condor eggs. About eating, uh, it was a club that ate like endangered animals. There was some kind of big lizard in it. Go ahead, Chad. What was that? Yeah. Oh, that oh, you was liked the, uh, Philomena, did you? Was it? Uh, no, no, I haven't seen that. No. Oh gosh. What no, else is Paul Cotton? It was. It was missed. a. It was a very late Brando movie, right? It was like yeah. the last one he did. Maybe. Very late. Yeah, it's a good I'm going to find it. It's yeah. Val Kilmer was in it. Yeah. Um, Paul, it's got I have a lot of details except for the name. Question for you: Araldus Chapman is is been placed on the injured list. Yeah, the injured slash sucking list. Okay. With with Achilles tendonitis, I think is the the injury um am i am i looking too hard to think well this guy has sucked and he's allowed at least one base runner on average over the last several outings on the mound and i'm not saying that he may not he may indeed have achilles tendonitis but this also gives the yankees an easy way and and i wonder how many teams actually go about this in in major league baseball but elsewhere too uh but the, the the list itself allows you to do it easier in baseball go away for a few days off the off the actual roster and then you get a look at someone without for lack of a better way to explain this hurt the feelings of the veteran who has been benched well i'm all for hurting his feelings he needs his yeah but you know you know that teams don't do that um clay holmes is uh perfectly suited to be their closer chapman's been horrible he goes through a phase like this every season Seems to be more frequent. Uh, he trips really s- massive amounts of sweat when he's going good. And lately, he hasn't been sweating <laughs> to the proper degree. So one way that you he know. Chad wishes he had that gift. Well. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> what, a, what a blessing. Like, he's a fountain. When he's going good, Hutton, yeah, he's a fountain. I'm, I'm, I'm a fountain when I'm going good or bad. <laughs> when, he's not, when he's not going well, he is not a fountain. I mean, he I, needs to talk to Traylon Burks about sweating. Yeah, help yeah. out with <laughs> Maybe I'm naive. I, I believe that something was up with his Achilles, and they were taking their time, uh, unfortunately. I don't know to what degree the league monitors how much a guy has a legitimate injury in order to go on, on the IL. Um, but for his sake, I hope there's something physically wrong with him, and it's not just a, a mental deal. Um, but I'd be fine with him throwing the eighth or the seventh for a while until he gets his mojo back. It's once, been an odd handful of years, of you know, yeah. even some postseason just breakdowns. Well, look, he gets spoiled with Rivera. Yeah, but whoever it, was next. But we've was, seen Chapman do it. That. He's been you know? dominant at times. But, but I guess we can say that for it, a lot of pitchers. It comes, and, it comes and goes for him. I'm ready. I just for saw young this headline based on our conversation. I'm ready for young and cheap. This in, guy hasn't in been that good. Role. Um, young and cheap. Yeah. Young and cheap in that role. Uh, Holmes would be just fine by me. And uh, put him on the 60-day, never mind the 14 or 15-day. Jimmy Garoppolo is still expected to be traded. That's not a report from Adam Schefter or Ian Rappaport. That is a quote from his head coach uh, who is at OTA speaking to the media and is, of course, asked about this. And he goes, yeah, I still 
I still believe Jimmy's going to be traded. Um, and he mentions the shoulder. Jimmy G is scheduled, if, he's, if everything's on schedule, he's scheduled to throw again, be back to throwing the football at the end of next month, early July, which puts him on pace to potentially be able to show something around mandatory minicamp. And again, that's next month if he's ahead of schedule. If not, uh, the 14 to 16 week recovery process puts him on pace for early July, which means you could show something and prove it to another team that's willing to make that trade. And then he's there for training camp. It's a tough timetable. But I mean, who are the obvious teams in need? Seattle's in your division. Right. They seem to and be talking who? about being content. Carolina is the team that doesn't have a, a, a sure thing. Darnold, terrible. Ca- uh, Corral, who I keep calling Castle, you don't know, but you just invested in him. You're going to want to have a look. Fourth rounder. Uh, those are the two most obvious places. After that, I, I think you're better off waiting till somebody gets hurt and is in need. You'll get a better return at that point. <laughs> He's a great backup option for someone. You know, that's, that's the other the part pro- of The it. problem, though, is he's due $24 million. Yeah, that's not good backup quarterback money. Right. No. And your starter has to be And you've cheap. also got everyone saying, I-, I expect him to be traded, so the leverage is small. Yeah. <laughs> leverage is small. <laughs> I mean, why would you give up anything and take on any bit of that salary and not just force the 49ers, if you were interested in them, to cut him? Well, do you pay 14 and trade them to offload 10? Because they're in pretty good cap shape with them. I don't know, man. If, it's his last year, right? I, I'm, I'm, it is. I'm fine spending other people's money. Uh, so I'll say if you're willing to pay him 14 and you're on good great, you're on good terms with him, just keep him as your backup. But to me, I this, don't disagree with that because we're not hearing good things plan. about Trey now, Lance. This is well. This is uh, to to me. This is Shanahan telling us that he's on board with moving forward with Trey Lance now. Sure, sounds uh, that way. Because here's the quote. I expect him at some time most likely to be traded, but who knows? That's not a guarantee. It's been on hold when surgery happened. When he's healthy, we'll see what happens. Now, you don't just, and and they've been very open about this whole process, but you don't just continue to answer it the same way if you feel like the second-year player is not ready to go. And I I know there's really no way to know that externally, but if I'm a coach and I'm, and I'm working with the guy that I vouched for and wanted to move up and draft, now's the time to start the clock, especially with what they gave up to move up to pick number three. It's different than Jordan Love and the Packers because of where they drafted him. Still a first-round pick, don't get me wrong, but they did not give up multiple future first-round selections in order to go get this guy. No, and they also signed Nate Sudfeld to a a pretty good contract, a backup-level contract. Uh, They like him. So, you know, right now they're three-deep at quarterback, and most teams don't have the opportunity to be three-deep at at quarterback come the regular season. And, Chad, you you said this about Baker, and I I still agree with you. Um, There will be a surprise team involved at some point, Um, either training camp or – somewhere around the time, but we know the Browns have got to get, they've got to move on there. Um, same thing with Jimmy Garoppolo. Surely there's been as much discussion as there's been. Um, and you know, it, well, the 49ers are just going to cut him. I wouldn't expect that, but we, we do expect that with the Browns. I, I keep throwing out the Giants as my example of a surprise team 
that could be looking for some competition slash exit strategy for Daniel Jones. How about the Lions? With someone like Garoppolo or Baker Mayfield. How about the Lions? I I just can't come to terms with the team thinking that Jared Goff I mean, I'd rather have if I'm, if I'm actually trying to. But they might be a year to, away from drafting. Well, and, but if I'm actually trying to win more games this year, I'd rather have Baker Mayfield than Jared Goff, but I don't know that they're trying to do that. Yeah. No. Ultimately, uh, right? I agree. If the goal was, you know, I want to win as many football games as possible this year, Baker Mayfield is a better option I was than Jared talking, Goff. I, I was talking more Garoppolo, Garoppolo. For, for the line. But then uh, Garoppolo is a better option, too. Either one. But then you're, le- I mean, you're just tied up with all this cash that you're giving to these guys that are not a part of any long-term future right you know so if you're going to lose and then invest in the future just wait um it's weird everybody is always quarterback desperate and here are two guys that are not available right not consistent Goff is available Garoppolo's only started half of the game right. since he showed up in San Francisco because he's hurt all the time, but I'm and he's coming off an injury. For as quarterback needy as the league generally is, for Mayfield and Garoppolo to be available, yeah. they, uh, are, yeah. they are, you know, we'd rank them, what, 15th probably? So you're better than half the quarterbacks in the league, roughly. You can be had, and there's not a market. Yeah. It's, I mean, I, it's somewhat crazy. And it's all based on the money involved, because if you're tra- if you're trading, you're for, not buying into long term. What's stuff. the price? And then Chad, are you going to load up and then re-sign? Because you got a year left. So if you're trading a draft pick, what, what's the real return on your investment? If you're just trading for a backup, where you don't even really know if you need your backup option right now. But see, because other you, times you're not moving forward with him as the starter. It's it's a weird see, situation. But other times for a lot of we'd be saying, well, you, you don't want him because it's too long term, and you don't know if he's the yeah. answer. So if he was short term, you could see him for a year and then decide. And, and it, now you have that, and we're saying, well, maybe you know, if he was under contract longer, you'd be interested. And you know what the weird the weird thing is, the the Houston Texans are never mentioned in any of these conversations. Right. You know, when, when we say. Teams that could use a, a backup option to compete, they are dead set on Davis Mills. Yeah. They don't even need Terod Taylor well, teams there teams are not wavering. Terod Taylor's now in New York with the Giants. Teams are not wavering from their determination, from their plan. So Houston decides we're going to look at Mills, and it's either going to be his long term or mm-hmm. we'll draft next year. Same with Detroit, I think, and Goff. Like, he can be better. Maybe he gets better. Or we'll draft next year. But a lot of guys – have bought themselves time somehow in a league that usually is very quick to make the change. What is the next big unintended consequence of name image likeness? I have one answer that immediately comes to mind. We'll bat it around, and I'm sure the discussion will lead to others. That's next on OutKick 360. What's up, everyone? It's Nick Wright, and I got something exciting to talk to you about today. Angie your ultimate destination for getting all your jobs done well. Now, Angie isn't just your average home services marketplace. It's a game changer with over 150 million homeowners served and a network of over 200,000 skilled pros. Angie has experience and expertise to tackle any project with ease. Whether you're looking to spruce up your backyard or undergo a major home renovation, Angie's got your back, and their pros are locally based, often running small businesses right in your community. And here's the best part. 
Angie makes the process seamless. From researching and comparing pros to scheduling services at your convenience, Angie's user-friendly platform puts you in control. So why settle for anything less than perfection when it comes to your home? With Angie, you can trust every project will be completed with the utmost care and professionalism. So get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I or download the app today to discover why homeowners across the nation are turning to Angie to get all their jobs done well. Paul has done some research. He well, has the movie. Outkick 360 rolls on. Ryan Albanese uh, got to it before I did. The Freshman from 1990 with Marlon Brando and Matthew Broderick. Uh, excellent film, Chad. You should see it. A film guy like you not having seen I, that, I that just shocks not, me. What I, were you watching? I... <laughs> I am the first the to tell you right now, I am not a film guy. I'm just not anymore. I don't watch movies. I watch shows. Back then. I watch a Back ton of shows. Back then you were a film guy. I was more of a film guy <laughs> then, but I just, I, I am rarely, uh, I'm rarely pulled into something to actually watch the, the film. I will watch Top Gun Maverick Sunday night. I already purchased the tickets. By the way, that's two hours and 14 minutes. I think the original is like an hour and 42 minutes. This one's two hours and 14 minutes, but I'm looking forward to all two hours and 14 Anything minutes. Anything worth doing is worth over. We've um, waited I, long enough. It's, I want to see. Don't trim it anymore. I want to see this Operation Mincemeat that's on um, Netflix, which is the true story of a British operation to invade Italy during World War II. You have me at British. Um, all the British stuff is good. It looks, looks really good. It's got uh, one of my favorite characters, Tom from Succession, is one of the stars of it. And it's got, oh gosh, Colin Firth. Is a big part of it, but it looks it looks really good. It's a World War II movie. We're watching Anatomy of a Scandal, though we've gotten slowed down on it, which is a Netflix show. But uh, there's also British. I say all that to say there's very few movies that I'm looking forward to. Well, go watch this one. Right Put it on now. your list. So the fresh Paul. I like how you'll throw it out on social media sometimes. Who's got a good movie suggestion for me? Like people normally now it's all shows. What should I start binging? But I like when you just have, hey, I've got two hours here tonight. Right. Let's, let's watch something. There, so yeah, Teresa's going to be awake long enough right now. Come on, quick. Yeah. Top Gun. we got exactly and, an hour and 45 minutes. And the final, I believe, it's the final in, in installment of Jurassic Park, which comes out next month. Laura Dern coming back. Uh, yeah, all, I think all of, them, all of them. All this of them. Looks like, this yeah. looks like the all-sides meet conclusion of yeah. the Jurassic Park story. Yeah, I think I, one I, of the lines but is, we, we know cannot that if it, coexist. But we know that if it makes a ton of money, it's not over. <laughs> They're going to do something else three years from now. Just watch. And it will. But uh, all the uh, – man, I'm, it's hard not to think of a film right now that could drop this summer and it not just make a ton because we are looking for a reason to be entertained now more than ever with every, everything we've been waiting on, right? But like, the stuff shows up so quickly at home. I mean, I, I'm going to watch them all at home. I, I get no thrill out of going to the movies anymore because people can't shut well, there, up. Well, there are only a handful that I, 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 I tend to agree. Yeah. Um, there are only a handful that I feel like, the, the two I just said, I, I've got to go see those the in Jurassic theater. Jurassic Park would be better in theater, but, the but other in ones, an empty theater. Yes. <laughs> see, it's, it's funny, well, though. It out. Like, I, I do think that, a lot of times I'd agree with you, Paul. I understand people who don't like you know, movie theater etiquette from people. But Tom Cruise talked about the reasoning behind never coming back and um, you know, basically saying, I'm not going to stream this thing. Paramount Plus wanted to stream it. Other services wanted to stream it the whole time. And he said, we're not going to do that because this has to be a shared experience movie. right? This huh. needs to be a, a bunch of people in a room 
reliving something from when they were younger or a dad bringing his son to the movie for the first time, it's more of a shared experience. Like, I believe that with Top Gun. It's Mad. not a rock concert, Chief. Oh, it this, is. This will be. It's absolutely a this, rock concert. Yeah, this one will it's be. the same emotion that it inspires. Just because you don't like it doesn't mean it's not the same thing. I, I, I like a lot of movies, but the movie theater experience is not a rock concert experience. It is to you're a lot of people. You're not talking to the person next Paul, to you. You're if not it, singing if it, along if with If it them. evokes, oh, you're laughing to the same jokes? You're getting excited. People are cheering when the Avengers show up on screen. Right. It's absolutely Their the same thing. The phone light is on. They're talking is... on the phone. They're texting. Oh, well, phone that, lights are on during a, a, a concert? No, but a concert. People don't talk during a concert? No, but that's part of a concert. It's not part of a movie. But everybody does it now. The baby is in a carrier next to them for some reason crying. <laughs> no, it's, it's absolutely got, the same you thing. you got to reserve your seat. It is a communal one next to you. rock concert type thing for a very small amount of movies. I'm not saying all movies are like that. It. I'm saying for Top Gun Maverick, for the you know Marvel geeks that want to go to every single yeah. movie, it's going to be the same type of experience. You go on opening night and you get that, that sensation. You let me know how that goes. It'll be streaming in a week or two. Now, the crew I'm with, it's not going to be that way. If I went with my boys from high school... We might get a little, oh, danger zone. Here we go. You know, Chad's taking his shirt off. Yeah. I've got my shirt over my head. Uh, We're playing volleyball in the theater. All right, so one, one, doing one quick uh, side note. And I'll, uh, quite, like, the, the one thing I'm curious about with the new Top Gun uh, is, is it going to be nearly as hot on, the, on these aircraft carriers uh, where in every scene these dudes are just sweating like they're in a, a sweat box, like they're in hot yoga. And it's like it, because he wants that. No, I, he no, it, it's annoying. Man. It was. It's, 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 There's beads of sweat yeah. in every scene when they're on the Chad's aircraft carrier. It's annoying. Sweating, watching these dudes sweat. It's, it's a. It's a movie that will make you perspire. That's for sure. <laughs> when you watch it, I mean, Maverick Pete Mitchell did need a shower uh, when he went to Charlie's house. If you remember, and she said, "No, you may not. May I take a shower right when he got there for a day? You may not. Dinner's ready," is what she said. But I love that move. Walks into the <laughs> woman's house like the first a time. Walks into the first time and says, may I take a shower? <laughs> Paul, this is my Shakespeare. May I take a shower? That's that such a memorable line. It's a great line. He could quote the whole film. I can. The, uh, the unintended consequences of name, image, likeness. We could do a series on this, honestly. We bring one every day, and then eventually we're going to be right. But the, the, the one I thought of is the money that goes into these schools that will now be going to the players from from the donors. So you've got the collectives who are going out and rounding up the cash, right? Donations. You, maybe you have the local business owner who had a suite at the stadium who instead is now going to use that money to invest in the collective that's going to pay the player to come to the school. So are we about to, you know, and maybe we don't see it initially, are we about to get to a point where around the curve – we have universities who look at their bottom dollar and it's less even though they're recruiting at a much higher level because those same donations aren't coming in on an annual, semi-annual, uh, monthly, whatever their giving is. It's not nearly the same because their university tithe is going to the star quarterback. I was thinking about that from the perspective of uh, uh, capital improvements. So what we've seen going on at Tennessee now, say, with the renovations to the stadium, that's a good one. Are you financing that in a similar fashion if the incoming money is incoming more to the collective? If more than of the money's the going to the collective than the school, yeah, that, that, that's a big part of it. And I, to tie all that in, I think attendance also. 
if you're going to say, hey, you can spend seven grand a year on tickets and travel to a game, or I can give seven grand a year to this guy that's a safety at a local high school through yeah. a collective, right. that's going to help me experience more wins and have more fun in the fall. People may sacrifice paying for tickets to pay to a collective or to for NIL, and you're going to have less people attending games. The one that I, the unintended consequence that I thought was going to happen that has not yet that I've talked about from the beginning of this was when someone starts to do something that the university and the program disapproves of with NIL, OnlyFans sponsorship, mm-hmm. um, sports wagering for some may be a problem. Or the beer sponsor that's the opposite of whatever's in the stadium. Right. Or whatever. Yeah, or just a hard liquor, you know, that's not sold in the stadium. If beer sold in the stadium. Yeah. Um, a lot of things that a coach could come back and say, yeah, I don't want you doing that. You know, I, I brought up the example of what about the one women's volleyball player who decides to monetize an OnlyFans account and then gets kicked out of school for doing so or gets kicked off the program for doing so and then sues the university because all she was doing was exercising her name, image, and likeness, and just because she's more popular, because she's a popular athlete at the school and has more money coming in that way, who is the school to say you can't do that and stay on campus if the Supreme Court says that she can? Same for a guy. I mean, it doesn't have to be a woman, but you see my point. That was the unintended consequence I thought we'd eventually see that we have not yet. I'm thankful for that, uh, but we haven't seen it so far. I think that's well, I mean, it's very interesting uh, idea about a coach disapproving of something the player's doing. Previously, that coach – I like it from this degree because previously that coach is the emperor, and this takes away some of the emperor's power. They still power. are. They still are. They're still the highest-paid – the state uh, employees in their entire right, state. Right, but he may not – he or she may not be able to tell this athlete not to do something. Well, here's another one, and this yeah, is this – but is, they, they can still run for governor and be the governor. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah, I don't, yeah. Well, speaking of running for governor, here's another one that's happening right now. This is storyoutkick.com where the quarterback at UT Martin has decided to take NIL money from someone running for office locally that they're family friends with. Okay. So Let's campaign. say the head coach is vehemently against the person you're endorsing through NIL. And you get benched yeah. because of it. And then you come back and claim, I'm being discriminated against For my because I'm a Republican and he's a Democrat. Or I'm a Democrat and he's a Republican. Or I'm getting protests outside my dorm because the senator that I'm endorsing won't sponsor gun control bills after what took well, place yesterday. Another unintended consequence, right? This is the first of its kind. This is a political candidate spending money with a college quarterback for that quarterback to endorse them on the trail. So what happens when someone, obviously, you know, half of America is going to be against whoever you endorse politically. So what happens when that comes about more often? What happens when a big time, not UT Martin's quarterback, with all due respect to the Skyhawks, when it's not UT Martin's quarterback, uh, you know, getting NIL from some local election, when it's someone getting NIL for the, the senator, the congressman, or a president? How much difference is UT Martin's quarterback going to make in a local election? Well, well it's a it's a uh, family connection. It's a kid. Um, I think we had a state championship game. It's Dresser Wynn, who played like at a, a small school in West Tennessee, in a smaller classification. That's sort of a local hero. So he's endorsing a guy who I think's running for district attorney of that county. It's all local. Yeah, you know? it's a, it's, it's all very a, local. Yeah, 
He went to UT Martin pretty close local. by. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty local. Pretty local. Very local. I mean, what, it's like a newspaper ad with him, you know, pointing to uh, – and like I, I haven't seen it. I'm just saying, like, I could see a local town – running an ad with the quarterback at the college that's in town. Yeah, you know? that's a weird one, the, the political endorsement one. Um, look, it, I, I bring this uh, discussion up as, well, again, we could run this all summer because I, there are a lot of media members, fans, coaches, players who aren't really diving into this. They're getting you know, uh, a meal instead of a car um, that are saying, man, it is the wild, wild west. And I think, man – we are just getting started. I think we'll look back on this and think it was pretty tame in 2022. Yeah, all things considered. Broadly. Yeah, I, I don't think we've seen crazy with this. Well, so Lane Kiffin today, an interview was released with him at Sports Illustrated that we can get into a lot more tomorrow because it's going to take some time to dissect everything he said. He spoke. But to a lot of people. He was allowed to speak. Yeah, yeah apparently Greg Sankey looked at the over. gag order. He said, you know what, you don't talk about Jimbo and, uh, and Nick Saban, you'll be fine. But he's become the de facto voice of reason for a lot of people on NIL and saying everything. I mean, he's, he's saying, I don't blame the kid that's not from any money that just takes the most money and doesn't consider any other factors. But he also says, we are professional sports now. However you want to stack it. And he says, good it, luck getting every penny that you think you're getting. We are professional sports. He said that before on signing day. But he's also saying, you know, this is hurting the competition. Because he said what you're going to have is there's about 10 schools operating at one level. There's about 12 more operating at a second level. And then everyone else is at the same level, which is basically nothing, outside of about 22 programs. And he said, so give it two years and see who has all the talent. Now, I could come back and argue. How different is that than what it is now? Yeah, I mean, I see the same five teams in contention every year right now anyways. So what difference does that make? Oh, goody, there's going to be 15 teams now every year. They're in the top 15. It's not going to change are, much. Are stadium improvements and uh, locker room upgrades going to matter anymore if the money's going to the player and they're going to the school based on that? Well, is, it, if it's more like NFL it's a, free agency, those dudes never step foot it, in, in those It's facilities. a tiebreaker. You know, I think what it, what it could be is, well, we still have to – I just saw $88 million worth of improvements to Georgia's facilities are coming to their football complex, they announced today. Uh, it's – if I'm getting paid very, very similar by two or three schools, maybe that helps me go to this one school over the other. But no, I mean, that's not going to be the deciding factor over money for most players. That, that's been the biggest difference in a free agent choosing, uh, other than the payment, I'm saying, choosing where to go across the NFL versus choosing where to go in college are these official visits. They're these NFL free agents don't even look at the they used to, the things around them, but they they don't any longer. Yeah, uh, he don't go for a tour, and the uh, second tier ones do, uh, but yeah, but they're there they're, they're, they're there just just for the workout or to to meet the 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 coach, yeah. right? It's it's, I think it's more more or less that that's a job interview to sign their contract, which is what <laughs> what this is also going to be in college now. Uh, hit us up on Twitter at Outkick three sixty. Coming up, we'll wrap up the show. Look ahead to some games tonight. Uh, and much more. Maybe we'll hit the, the arcade a little bit um, here while we renovate the, the studio, the main studio uh, here in the arcade at 6th and Peabody. We've got Mortal Kombat, NBA Jam. I want to go Golden Tee, but it looks like it's been unplugged. We can. That might have we'll been plug from that my cell back phone in. charger. 
Well, oh, yesterday. yeah, Paul's charging his phone. We'll yesterday. Get it, we'll get it ready Today, to go. I'm, not, today <laughs> I'm not charging. We'll remove this. The final segment will just be us playing Golden Tee, not talking about anything, <laughs> just the sounds. <laughs> Ambient noise of the rollerball spinning. Hey, don't knock it. Some that's of those, next. Some of that's huge. This is Outkick 360. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. There is something that is just nearly always a guarantee. Outkick 360 rolls on across the Outkick network. Um... And, Paul, you, you hinted at this yesterday. If a team leads 3-0 in the NBA, they're then going to lead 3-1 in the series. The, the Warriors had the shot at the sweep last night, and the Mavs not only won, they won easily. The Mavs were favored in Vegas going into the game of a series where they trailed 0-3. I regret not betting it. I, I which is new. To look at it. I, I looked at like it. In years and past, I wanted it's to go always bet. the reverse. I wanted to go bet Dallas, and Not they were favorite. the favorite, and the return wasn't good enough. It's like Paul on blackjack. Well, and I, I, doesn't it feel, though, like this is a new phenomenon where years past, if you're down 0-3, you're always going to be the underdog? Screwed, yeah. Because it's just, oh, well, now it's, well, it's over, so we give up. We concede. Well, and I, I mean, those that – It's that, always portrayed as the last-ditch effort of the losing team. Yeah, right? but – but I and also that the winning team relaxes a little bit. Yeah, but if you lose without like literally throwing in the towel and getting crushed by forty, you know, thirty or forty, which happens in this league right now, no matter if you're you know throwing in the towel or not, it could be game two. But if you lose, it's like, well, didn't really want to travel back to San Francisco anyway. Let's just go to the off season, you know, if you're Dallas. Right. Um, now you're going back on the road trip where it is presumed they win, and I would bet Golden State. To finish the series, I would too in in Game Five. But it is it is remarkable how often in a a three zero series we see the extension of that. It's yeah, very it, predictable. It's, I feel like it's crazy. It, it's uh, but but again, I don't feel like this has always been the case. I feel like this is sort of new, uh, especially with the favorites that I saw. I was I was surprised to see Dallas favored uh, in the game. Honestly, I thought we'd see Golden State favored. And the Mavs are now three and zero in elimination games this season. You know, there you go. They, uh, <laughs> they have a way of playing under pressure, I guess. Yeah. Good. More power to them. Best players um, uh, for the Mavs showed up last night. And, and you know, it, this will be a similar situation for Golden State. Their top players will show up and play well. Paul, have you uh, taken to being a New York Rangers fan? During how about the my Rangers? Show, uh, how about uh, my this, Rangers? This playoffs? Uh, I'm curious how that works. I... Uh, were the you ever no. a Rangers fan? Honestly, no. I rooted for both the Rangers and the Devils. Um, and to Just be honest, which one was better? I, 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 sound, better I, I, I sound terrible, but initially uh, I root for the Islanders. When we moved to New Jersey, uh, the Yankees and the Islanders were on the same radio station. And I, I think I've told you guys I grew up going to bed to the Yankees on the radio. Yeah. When Yankee season ended. And then ended, the schmoozer would come on after. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> and when the Yankees finished um, – their season, I just kept the same radio station on going to bed, and the Islanders were on, and these were Mike Bossy's Islanders that were winning the four in a row. 
And so I had a little bit of affinity for them, but they were far away. You know, it, it, it wasn't like I could say, hey, Dad, why don't you take me to an Islanders game? That would, uh, would be an unreasonable request. And so I had no real affinity for hockey except off of having it on my, my radio. And then I only got into Islanders Devils really when they started to get good and it was something to do. And then I was at the Times, I got to cover a little bit, but I got to cover the Devils more. Uh, you, you didn't get, I didn't get to cover the, the primary team. I got to cover the secondary team, so I was more familiar. What's the commute like to go to a Devils game if you're in New York? Well, when the Devils were at the Meadowlands from, uh, from New York, you wouldn't go. You'd go to the guard. But yeah. from New Jersey, where I lived, it was easier to drive Close. to the Meadowlands than now to they're get in on Newark, a train. Right? Now they're in Newark. Now it would be easier from where I grew up to go to Newark, closer than the Meadowlands even. Uh, final note, uh, the Louisville Cardinals, they pulled a move that Calipari, I think, would, would appreciate but hate at the same time. So uh, Kenny Payne, his staff, has hired the grandfather of D.J. Wagner – who is linked, has long been linked to John Calipari in Kentucky. And now it, the top recruit is going to be linked to Louisville based on this. This should be from, from a guy who coached with Calipari. Pulling a, his own stunt on him. It should be not allowed to hire relatives, period. I mean, I just don't know how you make that rule, though. Right? Like there how, it is. I just made it. <sighs> I mean, I guess you can make arbitrary rules in the NCAA all over the place, so why not one more? Well, how's that arbitrary? It can't hire a recruit's relative in, as part of recruiting. But what if, I mean, what if the recruit's relative is a great coach that's got a track record? Come on. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're stopping. He's going to be a high school coach. He's not going to be a college coach. Chad, who are you recruiting on your staff next year for the Red Sox softball team? I've got team. a couple of possible assistant coaches out there that I need to talk to, all right? That looked pretty good on the field last night for the Rockies. <laughs> no, get it, get it. Easy rule. Easy rule. Uh, back at it tomorrow where we will have Armando Salguero on the show. Trey Wallace will have the latest on the SEC. We'll get into scheduling uh, with uh, Trey and the pod system, what's being discussed, what has been mentioned that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. There are flaws with all these schedules and, and ideas of how they're going to put together the future of the SEC. A lot SEC. of it's confusing. But it's also very intriguing because we'll finally see some of the matchups we've been craving instead of the same monotonous uh, matchups year some after year. Some good matchups also so, go away. Well, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair, and that's something we have to weigh. Uh, looking forward to tomorrow's show. Hit us up on social media. In the meantime, at Outkick360. Don't have accidents. Don't block the box and do lock your locks.